Good morning, everyone. Please be seated. May God's grace and peace be with you all. I am the Mandarin pastor, so if you can understand my English, that means Pastor Chen Wei and Pastor Glenn and also Pastor Andy have trained my English for a long time, for free. <laughs> Two days ago, I attend Michael and Ivy's uh, wedding and wedding banquet. Everything went so well. Uh, we praised the Lord. Uh, we rejoiced for Michael and Ivy. And may the Lord bless their family marriage forever and ever. Uh, this message I'm going to share with you this morning is the first miracle of uh, Jesus, turning water into wine, which happened 2,000 years ago in a wedding banquet. Let's open our Bible, John chapter 2, verse 1 to 11. Uh, John chapter 2, verse 1 to 11. On the third day, uh, let's, read, let's read it together. On the third day, there was a wedding in Cana in Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was dead. Jesus also was invited to the wedding with his disciples. When the wine ran out, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Mother, what does this have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Now there was six stone water jars there for the Jewish rice of application each holding 20 or 30 gallons. Jesus said to the servants, fill the jars with water, and they filled them up to the brim. And he said to them, now draw some out and take it to the master of the feast. So they took it. When the master of the feast tasted the water now became white and did not know where it came from, though the servants who had drawn the water knew, the master of the feast called the bridegroom and said to him, Everyone serves the good wine first, and then, and when people have drunk freely, then the poor wine. But you have kept the good wine until now. This, the first of his sign, Jesus did a candle in Galilee and manifested his glory, and his disciples believed in him. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, you are our refuge and strength. You are a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear though the earth give way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though its water roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling. Dear Heavenly Father, you are our Lord. We have no good things apart from you. Dear Heavenly Father, your word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. We have opened your word. We ask for your grace that you empower your humble servant to preach the word of your truth. We ask for your grace that you enlighten everyone here to listen to your word, to trust your word, and to obey your word so that our lives will be changed by your word. May every one of us be blessed. May your name be glorified. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Uh, today's message is the first miracle of Jesus turning water to wine. 
Let's share the first point. Something unexpected may happen anytime. The wine may turn out anytime. Something unexpected may happen anytime. The wine may run out anytime. John chapter two tells us: On the third day, there was a wedding in Cana in Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus also was invited to the wedding with his disciples. When is the third day? It is the third day. Come.、Uh, Counted from the next day, recorded in John chapter one verses forty-three. That is the third day from the day when Jesus called Philip and Nathaniel to become his、uh, disciples. By this time, Jesus should have had、uh, six disciples: Peter, Andrew, James, John, Philip, and Nathaniel. On this day, there was a family at Cana, not Canada. When I write this, I write Canada. It's not Canada, huh? A family, a Cana in Galilee, holding a wedding banquet. Jesus' mother was invited. Jesus and his disciples were also invited. You have to remember that at that time and culture, Jewish people attach great importance to weddings. A wedding could include an entire week of festivals. So. You can imagine how grand the Jewish wedding banquet was. A cana, a grand wedding banquet was going on, but the Bible suddenly says the wine ran out. The wine ran out. This was such an awkward and embarrassing moment. Jewish people attach such great importance to the weddings and、uh, and and wedding banquet. So the bridegroom's family usually makes wine a few months or even a year in advance, or to buy all the wine needed for the wedding banquet a long time in advance, and make sure everything is fully prepared. Why didn't the family prepare enough wine for the wedding banquet? Were there too many people coming? Were those people especially heavy drunkards? The Bible doesn't tell us why. The reason is it's not important. The trouble was that the wedding banquet was still going on, but the wine has run out. This was a big trouble. There is a Chinese saying: "A storm may arise from a clear sky. Man's fate is uncertain as the weather." Dear friends, even if we try our best to prepare for everything, we can we ensure that everything goes well as we want. Through the wedding banquet at Cana, we can see that something unexpected may happen any time. The wine may run out any time. The wine may run out any time. What should we do to prepare for our life? Now let's. Share the second point. Obey Jesus, and you will see water turn into wine. Obey Jesus, and you will see water turn into wine. When the wine ran out, the mother of Jesus said to him, "They have no wine." First of all, we see that Jesus' mother brought this problem to Jesus. Some people say Jesus' mother was not an ordinary guest. 
Jesus' mother probably have a shoulder great responsibility for the wedding banquet. This is just a guest we don't know. The important thing is that when she fell there, the wine had run out. She came to Jesus for help. She said to Jesus, they have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, what does this have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. When we heard this, we felt that Jesus' answer was very implied. In order to reconcile such seemingly unreasonable things in the Bible, some people said that woman is actually a very respectful name. So it is normal for Jesus to call his mother woman. But this may not be the truth. The term woman does not mean disrespect. However, when we hear a son call his mother woman, we always feel uncomfortable. For example, a mother said to her son, My son, please come and help me wash the dishes. Her son replied, Woman, what does this have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. I think such a son would be disciplined. <laughs> then why Jesus answered his mother like this, Woman, what does this have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. This has to do with God's sovereignty and God's time. This has to do with God's sovereignty and God's time. Now Jesus, as God, answered his mother, not as son, therefore he called his mother woman. Jesus' mother knew Jesus is God. Therefore, before she carried baby Jesus in her womb, the angel told her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. Jesus answered Jesus answer his mother from the position that he is God. Since you know that I am the Son of God, convinced Conceived by the Holy Spirit, you should know God's sovereignty and God's time cannot be intervened, cannot be interfered. So, woman, what does this have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. Jesus, with his mother at this moment, was not a son talking to his mother, but was God talking to a woman. When we think from this perspective, we won't feel surprised. When his mother heard his answer, she was not angry at all, but she trusted Jesus completely and said to the servants, his mother said to the servants, do whatever he tells you, do whatever he tells you. Verse 6, now there were six stone water jars there for the Jewish life of purification, each holding 20 or 30 gallons. Jesus said, to the servants, fill the jars with water, and they filled them up to the brim. And he said to them, Now draw some out and take it to the master of the feast. So they took it. When we read these few verses, it seems to us it is very, very easy to obey Jesus. Jesus said to the servants, Fill the jars with water, and they filled them up to the brim. It seems to us, the servants listened to Jesus and turned on the tap. And the water 
automatically come up to the brim of the jar. Was it so easy? Not at all. Two thousand years ago, they may only have one well in the village. It may take a long way to draw the water from a well and fetch water. When you got to the well, you need to pull out the container to the well for water. Then pull it up and pour the water into the bucket. Then pull out the container again and pull it up and pour the water into the bucket. Repeating this process, putting it out,、uh, lifting it up until the bucket is full, and then carry the water home. It is very hard to fetch water in those days. It takes a lot of hard work to fill six big jars with water to the brim. So we can see that the servants were very obedient to Jesus. The servants were very obedient to Jesus. Obey Jesus, and you will see water turn into wine. Obey Jesus, and you will see water turn into wine. Of course. Jesus can perform any miracle without any people's obedience or participation, but Jesus would like to invite us to participate in His work, so that we can experience His miracles and our lives can be changed. Let us come to verse A. Jesus said to the servants, "Now draw some out and take it to the master of the feast." So they took it. These servants did action so that they were not only obedient to Jesus, but also so that they had faith in Jesus. They knew for sure this was the water they brought back, but they dared to listen to Jesus and send this water to the banquet master. Though did through their faith and their obedience, a miracle happened. Verse nine. When the master of the feast tasted the water, now became wine, and did not know where it came from. Though the servants who had drawn the water knew, the master of the feast called the bridegroom and said to him, "Everyone serves the good wine first, and then people had drunk. And when people have drunk freely, then the poor wine. But you have kept the good wine until now." But you have kept the good wine until now. The banquet master was just worrying about the lack of wine, but now he has tasted such good wine. He said to the bridegroom, "What have you done? Just now, everyone said there was no wine, but you have kept the good wine until now." Hearing this, the bridegroom felt puzzled and did not know what was going on. Usually, in a banquet, the host will serve the good wine first, and then serve the poor wine, and then serve the and then serve the poor wine when the guests have drunk enough. Why? Because everyone knows that the first impression is very important. So the host will let everyone have a good drink first. When you are a little drunk. And stuffed by food, you are not so sensitive to tell it is poor wine. Many times in our life, when we associate with other people, we always show our best side first. 
But gradually, our best side is discovered by others. Without God, our life will run out of white any time. With God, our life can turn water to good wine. With God, our life can turn from water to good wine. We have shared the first and second point first. Something unexpected may happen any time. The wine may run out any time. Second, obey Jesus and you will see water turn into wine. Now let's share the last point. Invite Jesus into your life and the best will come any time. Invite Jesus into your life and the best will come any time. I made a mistake. Invited, not invited. May the Lord turn my past tense to present tense. (laughs) (laughs) Invite Jesus into your life and the best will come any time. (laughs) (laughs) You see, miracle. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Dear brothers and sisters, in our life, for sure we, we encounter difficult times when the white ran out. Whether we are young or old, whether we are poor or rich, regardless of our educational background, regardless of our occupation, regardless of our career, for sure we will encounter difficult times when the white ran out. Just like the wedding banquet in Canada, a family was ha- happily hosting a wedding banquet, but all of a sudden, the wine ran out and the celebration turned into embarrassment and humiliation. Fortunately, the bridegroom invited Jesus to his wedding banquet, and Jesus turned this crisis to a blessing even when the bridegroom was unaware of it. If the groom did not invite Jesus to his wedding, for sure, he couldn't solve this problem. He couldn't solve this problem by himself. Dear friends, something unexpected may happen at any time. The wine may run out at any time. Invite Jesus into your life, and the best will come any time. If we walk with Jesus, Jesus will lead us through the difficult, through another difficult. Many times when we don't even notice the situation, Jesus has led us through these difficulties. With Jesus, everything can change. Because he can change. He can turn water to wine. And he can turn the bitter sweet. He can turn water to wine, and he can turn the bitter sweet, praise the Lord. What does it mean that Jesus came to the wedding banquet in a small place? It means that Jesus lives bad marriage, and he wants to bring the joy to ordinary people's life. What does it mean that Jesus turned six big stone jars of water into wine? This means God's grace is more abundant then you can ask or think. However, dear brothers and sisters, if our faith stays in turning water into wine and hoping that the Lord 
will do the miracle every day to satisfy what we want, then our faith is still too shallow. Our faith should not focus on the miracle itself. Our faith should not focus on the earthly blessing only. Our faith should go beyond the miracles and get to focus on the miracle doer, our Lord Jesus Christ. Verses 11 tells us that this miracle, turning water to wine, is a sign. Turning water to wine is a sign. The function of a sign is to point to the direction. The function of the sign is to point to the destiny. A miracle is a sign. A miracle's main function is to point us to God. A miracle's main function is to point us to God. Verses 11 says, This the first of his signs Jesus did at Cana in Galilee and manifested his glory, and his disciples believed in him. It usually takes months or even years to brew good wine, but Jesus turned the water into wine instantly and showed he is God who transcends time. This also manifests his glory. The miracle of turning water into wine shows that Jesus is God who can create things from nothing to things. Jesus can create things from nothing. Water, warm water made of. Water is made of hydrogen and what? Oxygen, right? Water is made of hydrogen and oxygen. But why is it not? Only in water, but also has ethanol, methanol, esters, acids, and many other substances. Water is carbon-free. Why has carbon? Therefore, to turn the water into white, Jesus needs to create carbon and other elements from nothing into the water. Jesus needs to create carbon and other elements from nothing into the water, of course. His disciples did not understand this. But when they saw Jesus turn the water into wine, they were amazed by this miracle and gave glory to Jesus. The Bible says, and his disciples believed in him. Even though his disciples already followed him, they knew Jesus is a good man, but they didn't really know that Jesus is God. They don't really know who Jesus is. With this miracle, now they knew Jesus is God. This is what his disciples believe in him means. How about the servants who participated in this miracle? Did they also believe in Jesus? We don't know. The Bible doesn't tell us. It would be a great pity if they experienced this miracle, yet did not believe in Jesus. It would be a great pity if they experienced this miracle, yet did not believe in Jesus. Miracle will pass. Wedding banquets will pass. And goodbye will run out. But whoever trusts in Jesus will have eternal life and have a true abundant life. John 20, 30 to 31 tells us, Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of 
the disciples, which are not written in this book, but these are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. The purpose of Jesus' miracle is to let us know that he is the Son of God. Also that we can trust in him so that we can have eternal life and have life abundantly. Dear friends, if you have not yet believed in Jesus, I hope you will soon accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior so that you will have eternal life and have heavenly blessings that Jesus has prepared for you. Dear brothers and sisters, What we need the most is not our savings in the bank, not our pension, not our insurance. What we need the most is God's daily guidance. What we need the most is God's blessing. Today, we share the miracle of turning water into wine. The first miracle of Jesus, I hope we all get to know Jesus better through this miracle. The wedding bank in Canada, in some sense, is just like our life. Something unexpected may happen any time. The wine may run out at any time. Whether we will turn out, whether we will run out of wine, or we will turn the water into good wine, depends on whether we invite Jesus into our life and whether we trust and obey him. If we trust and obey Lord Jesus, we will experience his miracles. Of course, God's guidance and blessing will always vary from person to person and will not be the same. But as long as we trust and obey the Lord, we will always experience his guidance and blessing. In our life, we will face many, many difficulties. Even if we believe in Jesus, we will still encounter many difficulties. And we will encounter the situation that the wine has run out. I encounter many times that my wine has run out. In the beginning of my marriage, many times I made my wife into tears. Pastor Chen Wei will not do that. <laughs> The laugh means a man, right? (laughs) Many times I made my wife into tears. I came to Jesus and asked for help. I came to Jesus and asked for help because life is tough. Life is tough. I come to Jesus for help. Jesus remind me to say sorry to my my wife. I struggle, but I obey. I struggle, but I obey. Jesus did not turn my wife's tears into wine, but Jesus turned my wife's tears into a smile. Praise the Lord. Dear brothers and sisters, we all hope that our lives are safe, smooth, and happy. However, 
life will not always be as smooth as we wish. In our life, sooner or later, we are bound to encounter difficulties. It is either economic difficulties or work difficulties or physical difficulties or interpersonal difficulties or marriage difficulties or parenting difficulties or other difficulties. Ordinary people will have ordinary difficulties. Extraordinary people will have extraordinary difficulties. No matter how capable we are, no matter how hard we planned, for sure, we will run into a situation. Our why has run out. For sure, we will run out of why at some time. Jesus is God of Emmanuel. He is willing to enter our lives. If we are willing to follow him, he is willing to lead us. The question is, are we willing to invite Jesus into our lives? The question is, are we really willing to trust him and obey him? If we are willing to obey Jesus, you will see water turn into wine. Dear brothers and sisters, let's invite Jesus into our life. Not waiting until our wife has gone, not waiting until our wife has run out, but invite Jesus when our life is still happy. Invite Jesus when our life is still normal. Invite Jesus into your morning devotion. Invite Jesus into your daily life. Though the wine may run out any time, dear friends, invite Jesus into your life and the best will come any time. Are you willing to invite Jesus into your life? Are you willing to invite Jesus into your life? Are you really willing to trust him and obey him? May the Lord bless you all. Let's pray. Dear Lord Jesus, we praise you. You are the creator of all things. You are our life giver, our savior, and our Lord. You love us so much that when we were still sinners, you died on the cross to pay off our sin penalty and prepare the salvation for us. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you so much for your love and your salvation. Today, we come to you and confess our sin. We call you Lord, but too often we do not invite you into our life. Too often we lean on our own understanding instead of trusting you. Too often we do things in our own ways instead of obeying you. Dear Lord, forgive us and change our heart. Help us. Help us to trust you with all our heart. Dear Lord, we know that something unexpected may happen anytime, and the wine may run out anytime. Dear Lord, we know that we cannot handle our situations. We need you. We need you, dear Lord. Dear Lord, this morning, we invite you again to come into our life. We trust you, and we are willing to obey you. Dear Lord, you can turn the water to why you can change everything, dear Lord, change not only our situations, 
but change also our lives so that we can become more like you and your name be glorified. In your holy name, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. May the Lord bless you all.